Welcome to the Give Yourself Permission podcast. I am so excited to take this journey with you. In this show, we'll share how to evolve as a spiritual being while remaining human. We'll learn powerful tools and methods to rewire the brain, heal energy blocks, tap into our intuition, and be our own healers. We'll bring on experts in the field to answer the questions that keep us up at night. And I'll be adding plenty of solo casts so I can share what's worked based on personal experience. All while learning how to write our own permission slip to find our innate wholeness and create a life that's in alignment with our soul's expression. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome back, you guys. It's the beginning of the month. And that means that we have some mindset tools for success coming up this episode. So this one's going to be another reframe. It's going to be a little bit more conscious rather than like going into a trance state. So what I mean by conscious versus subconscious, you can go into a hypnotic state, you can go into a trance state when you want to rewire and reframe some stuff, or you can be extremely conscious. And that is the way that I'm going to introduce today. So first off, let's just talk for a moment about what the world needs to hear right now. And what we really need to hear is how important it is to really educate ourselves about the polarity that is being created within all of the media, all of the politics, everything out there that is set to divide us. And I want you to take a moment to detach from the mass thoughts that are creating all this polarity. And remember, if it doesn't look or smell like love, then it's probably not. If it feels like chaos, it's probably not love. It's probably not high vibe, probably not of high frequency. That doesn't mean to stay away from it. That doesn't mean ignorance is bliss. By all means, educate yourself, do your research, really try to understand what's happening in this world, in this current environment, in this the current global situation. Learn about the other countries and what's happening with all of them when you can, if you can. You know, know your facts. It's good to be well-researched. And at the same time, you're probably getting so much of it, so much information all the time, that it's really important to just take a step back. Take a step back, ground, and find what is feeling for you expansive. Remember the feeling of being expanded. For some of us, it might have been a long time since we felt that way, maybe before this whole lockdown situation, right? Maybe a lot of the high vibe feelings or the expansive feelings have been replaced with fear. So I want you to stop, just take a pause and redirect into what is soothing, what is nourishing, what feels like space. And recall the last time you felt this feeling. I know it's such a paradox because we actually need to be efforting more lately to feel relaxed, but it's so, so vital to do this work now more than ever, right? Because we have to, as sensitive souls, as people who are on this path of expansion, of self-growth, we're probably pretty empathic. We're probably picking up a lot of energies that maybe aren't even our own right now, you know? And if we don't really put in the effort to consciously remove some of this extra energy or this chaos, we're going to feel it. We're going to rest our head on the pillow and we're going to feel the anxiety. For me, I know I've had a couple nights where it just takes so long to fall asleep. I just have this anxiety and I have to remember how to release it and what to do. If you're like me, you 
might be also kind of numbing out, right? I always talk about don't numb out. It's so important. And then somehow I end up in the Instagram search area, which is a dark place. Okay. Like you end up spending an hour looking at TikTok, random TikTok images. You don't even have the app and you're like, how did I get here? What am I doing? Like just do yourself a favor and just don't even scroll on social media. And if you're in that habit right now, which that's totally okay to be, what I recommend you doing is not only deciding to kick the habit, right? Because you know that you don't want to waste your time. You know, you don't want to just mindlessly scroll or just bleed energy. We all kind of are aware of that. But here's the thing that might be missing, and it's so simple. So think of the energetic vacuum effect, right? What does that mean? It means that whenever we create space, it's always going to be seeking to be filled. What that means is if you quit a habit, you have to replace it with something else, at least in the beginning before it kind of neutralizes, right? And you you come to a new normal. Oof, I'm sorry. (laughs) I didn't want to use that word. It just came out of my mouth that phrase. So let your new normal be a habit that you're creating, a really good habit that you're creating to fill the space of the habit that feels like it's a time suck. Because if you don't, you're probably just going to pick up that bad habit again pretty quickly. So hopefully this podcast will help you shed light on the best ways to fill the space specific to creating a fulfilling life and to raise your baseline to all around feel better, to feel more blissed out, to feel more expansive. So that brings me to the topic that I want to introduce today. And again, this is going to be a mindset tool and it's going to be a conscious way to reframe your thoughts to climb the ladder of self-esteem and kind of find your worth. So I was inspired to talk about this today because I was at a coffee shop this afternoon and I was sitting outside and it was pretty windy and the wind knocked down a lady's cup. It was an empty cup and it knocked down her napkin and her cup holder, like big gust of wind just knocked everything to the ground. So Like five seconds after that, the lady stands up and she just casually walks away. Now she's sitting alone and she just wandered away without picking up the cup, without picking up anything. And I was like, what? Did that just happen? Like, why? what's going on in her head that she just ignored the fact that her all her garbage was like on the ground? Like, are you just going to make someone else pick that up now? I was kind of like judging the situation. And then the friend that I was with and I kind of talked about it for a moment and I was offered a different perspective. So here's the other perspective. What if she was totally embarrassed that this happened to her and she was already feeling bad about herself and when the giant gust of wind knocked down all her stuff it just validated that story in her head that she's dumb or that she's a loser or whatever she's she's thinking about herself and she just got overwhelmed and she did not know what to do so just she just stood up and walked away she's bolted and look i will never know what happened inside her head but it gave me so much clarity to have an alternate perspective Because one, it allowed me to release the judgment of her that I was forming. And two, it let me have compassion for her. And this is why it's so important to give the benefit of the doubt, right? So here's the thing, you guys. If you're feeling bad, if you have low self-worth, etc., it would actually be a reasonable explanation as to why this woman maybe just left. 
But when you're feeling good or even just feeling neutral or present in the moment, you're not going to focus on yourself. You're going to be focused on the cup and just picking up the cup, right? So you're going to be responding to the situation rather than reacting in fight or flight. And you're not blaming yourself for the wind or the cup blowing away. You're just objectively looking at the cup on the ground and then you can take action from there. So I bring this story up because this is basically how all situations go. Your response to any situation is so dependent on how you're feeling inside. The external reality is literally just a story you're telling yourself. Someone with high self-worth may have looked at the cup, thought nothing of it, and picked it up. And someone with low self-worth might use it to criticize or blame themselves or hate themselves more. So I heard this quote and it goes, external success only happens when you allow your internal world to expand and grow. I want you to ask yourself next time you're presented with a situation that feels like you're contracting or reacting in, or maybe you feel shame coming up, you know, something that you're like embarrassed about. As soon as you start to feel that way, and you can even do this for a past situation, right? As soon as you detect it, ask yourself the question, what are my feelings based off of? Am I validating a low self-worth storyline, right? So two questions. One, what are my feelings based off of right now? Two, am I validating a low self-worth storyline? And that's when you can start to kind of climb the ladder to get yourself out of that place of blame and shame. Because the quickest way to raise your self-esteem bar, you know, to climb the ladder from self-deprecating to self-loving is to catch yourself in the moments of the potential inner critic and then rewrite that story. This is a conscious way of reframing. And I promise if you make it a habit, you will see huge results you will see your life change. But like anything, any of these tools that we use, it is going to take effort on your part. So no effort, no reward. And if that woman was listening or happened to be listening to my podcast, or if I could just get a chance to tell her if that was her story, if it was of low self-worth, I would tell her, you're worthy, you're enough. And you get to choose the internal dialogue of your life. Okay. So I just described how you can kind of take the leap from positive, from negative to positive feelings. If you are thinking about this and you're listening along and you're like, no way, (laughs) my inner critic is too far gone. Like my subconscious is not going to believe that for a second. That is totally cool because I'm going to give you a shortcut and I don't recommend this shortcut to use this forever but it will help kind of build that bridge so there's less cognitive distance, right? So you'll be able to start to use more positive affirmations, but first you can kind of use this way. Okay, so how do you do this? You kind of reverse it, right? Or basically you can still be negative, but in a less negative way. I don't know if that makes sense. So I'm going to explain it. I'm going to use my story of how I became a yoga teacher. So here we go. Let's dive in. Let's dive into way back when I was in my early 20s. Okay, it wasn't that long ago, you guys. But anyways, when I was in my early 20s, I took my first yoga teacher training. And that was a massive, massive quantum leap. Probably the the first quantum leap I ever took. Maybe the biggest. Just to spend that much money on, on myself. And then I watched my confidence increase and increase and I got stronger physically. And by the way, yoga was my doorway into this 
world of expansion of spirituality. And I'm going to do another episode on that. So don't worry. But anyways, here's what happened in the story. I took the training. I did all the classes. I took the written test. And the last thing I had to do was a practice exam where I taught a student, a private student in front of my teacher. And my teacher was going to test me and tell me if I passed or failed. Basically, I was so fucking scared. I avoided it for months, months. And then I told someone very vulnerably that I didn't take the test yet because I was afraid I was going to suck. That was my reasoning. I was literally afraid I was going to suck. No one was going to come to my classes. I didn't know enough. What if I failed the test? What if my teacher was just super critical and she was like, you are so bad at this. You messed up, you know, run out crying, whatever. All of, all of the bad scenarios. Okay. So the person that I told, and this is the first person that when I told this story to, she, she challenged me rather than let me sink into that like victim mode and, and like, Oh, I totally get that. Yeah. No, she was just, she like rebounded it. Right. She put the ball back in my court. So So she answered and she was like, well, so can we agree that you already suck now? And I was like super offended for a minute. And I was like, excuse me? She was like, yeah, I mean, you already suck now because you're failing because you're not even going to try. So you're just letting yourself fail. And it was this light bulb moment for me. It was such a revelation for me to be like, oh my gosh, I suck now. I don't suck when I fail the test or if I fail the test, I suck now because I'm not even showing up for myself right now. It hit me like a ton of bricks. That's when I was like, okay, I'm going to suck less if I just take the test, even if I fail. Okay, so back to coffee cup lady. The coffee cup lady could have totally used this idea to reframe her mind. She could have been like, okay, I already suck and I'll suck less if I pick up the coffee cup. And I say this because I think it's kind of funny, you know, like our inner critic is so afraid to be shamed, yet it shames us all the time. So I think when you find a way to verbalize it and just own it, and plus like when you use the word suck, it feels like you're like 11 and you're like, it's a really childish word to me. So it's just kind of like ridiculous. Like, yes, I suck. So obviously you got to find a little humor in it, you know, and all those pieces together, it just can kind of let it click for you. So anyways, that's how I got my yoga teacher certification. I wanted to stop sucking. And you know what? That helped me so much with my confidence just to keep my own word to myself. I was just listening to something. I think it was Caroline Mace. Yes, it was a YouTube video by Caroline Mace. And I can put it in the show notes. It's really beautiful. It's talking about present times. She said, before you have faith in anything, you have to have faith in yourself. And you do that by keeping your promise to yourself, right? So even if you're moving at the pace of a turtle, it's all good. You just got to put faith in yourself and you got to keep going. So to sum it up, I want you to try this conscious reframe. So making it really easy. Catch yourself when you're being mean to yourself. And remember, people treat you in a way that you allow. And all the other people, if they're still mean or they still treat you like crap, they just end up fading away eventually. You create your own bar. Let people meet you there. So if you're treating yourself well, you're going to find people who treat you well. So anyways, catch yourself when you're being mean to yourself. Ask yourself, two questions. What are my feelings based off of? Am I validating a low self-worth storyline? And then try one of two things. Either replace that storyline with a positive, build yourself up, or replace it with a lesser negative. Think about this replacement as your inner cheerleader. Replace the inner critic with the inner cheerleader. You are the one who gets to have your own back. 
you have that choice. And when you have your own back, the external world reflects that. And you just feel so much better day to day. You feel more supported. You feel happier. You feel more free. You don't blame yourself for things that are out of your control. You don't blame circumstances. You don't look for things that validate a low self-worth storyline, right? So raise your bar and do the work to raise your bar because you are worth it. You are enough, okay? I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'll see you next time. You are so supported. You are so loved. You are already whole and you are divine. Talk to you soon.